0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for the Word of God. We're going to jump right in to talking about living from the heart. And we're in the second part. I'm really excited about getting to that. I just want to do a couple things first. First of all, all of you moms, happy Mother's Day. So happy for you this weekend. I hope uh, you get to spend time with your family and do whatever your little heart's desire wants to do. We just uh, pray over you and bless you. I'm going to do that in just one minute. Uh, Giving, you guys have been... Amazing. Um, So faithful. Um, We haven't missed a beat. We keep going. Um, Good things have happened. We're still giving. We're still um, sowing into different ministries. Uh, We just invested in a bunch of uh, recording equipment. So we're going to be able to now live stream our services. And it's probably going to be about a month down the road. Uh, We're going to live stream our services. But for the meantime, we'll do Facebook Live. But wanted to let you know that. You know, a lot of you won't even feel comfortable to uh, come back to the building quite yet. And we're not sure. Um, We're hoping to be in the building as soon as possible. Um, There's a couple renovations that have just, uh, they're they're finishing up. So, uh, but if you don't feel comfortable to be with us, that's totally fine. We support you 100% there at home. Uh, And so we're gonna be um, uh, putting on Facebook Live. You'll be able to watch the services when we have them, when they're not online like this one is. and we want to make sure that we uh, start live streaming in the future. We're excited about that. So great. Uh, I did want to take a moment and just pray um, for a couple things. Uh, I want to pray over our moms. I want to pray over you amazing people who uh, continue to give and be generous. Just want to pray over you. And then we have a, um, uh, Vincent Jackson, one of our, 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 our dear family. Uh, he fights fires in the forest, man. That's what he does. He is, you know, he's, he's a fire slayer. Uh, so there's a big, uh, wildfire up in the panhandle and he was sent with a bunch of other guys. So we're going to pray for that too. Uh, but let's just take a moment. Let's pray. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for all moms. I pray that Lord, whatever, uh, harsh desire that they have, uh, for that, for, for their families, cause that's what moms do. They put their families absolutely first. We pray in Jesus name that you would just meet those things that they desire for their family. we pray that, uh, Lord, if there's uh, children that have um, been away or children that um, maybe you're estranged with, I pray in Jesus' name that he bring family back and back together and that God's working in the situation. Father, we just thank you so much for every dime and dollar uh, that has been sowed into this ministry, uh, whether it's been a check that's been sent here to the house while we're not quite back in our building or whatever it is, Father, or online. I just thank you that you have been meeting needs. And I pray right now for every person who has given and that you would help them and you would minister to them and minister to their finances, Lord. Let them not have enough. Let them have more than enough so they can be a blessing to every person they come in contact with. We thank you for this, Lord. Uh, We pray for Vince up in the panhandle fighting the fires. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you that you're just protecting him and keeping him safe and bringing those guys home safe in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So uh, me and my friends are just here in the living room hanging out. And uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit about living from the heart. It's something that Jennifer and I, um, I can honestly say, it's something that Jennifer and I have lived pretty much our whole married lives together, is just really learning to live out of or from our heart. So there's a constant connection between God and myself, and there's a constant connection uh, uh, of, of the people around me. Um, you, ever, you ever been with somebody who's, you know, not really interested in having a conversation with you and are looking around the whole time? I don't know about you. That's just, that's aggravating to me. And I, and I've been caught myself doing it. So, uh, but that's no fun and, and neither is it fun. I don't know how you can affect the people around you if you're not engaged with them. So we've got to be engaged with the people around us, but most of all, engage with God from the heart. We talked about last week to me, the most scary verse in the Bible in Matthew chapter 15, where he, he, he's talking about, he said, well, did Isaiah prophesy about you that you're you know, you, you speak with your lips, you lift your hands in praise, but your heart's not anywhere near God. To me, that is terrifying. So I want to stay engaged. And so I, I want to re- read this just how I wrote. It. Stay engaged, faith without feeling, the uh, faith without feeling, period. The fact is most people live by feeling their way through life. I'm a feeler, my wife's a feeler. Would you like to be a feeler too? Anyway, okay, sorry. Um, Anyway, so here we go, but feelings a lot of times don't lead us to the right decision. Faith in God's Word, we know that's a good decision. Making a choice because it's right without feeling will eventually produce feelings. Now I'm speaking as a person who's a real feeler, I feel my way through life and a lot of times that's a wonderful thing and a lot of times it can bite you. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from whence I know. Uh, and that's not right English, but you know what I mean. Uh, but there's, there's something that happens when we make this faith decision and feelings aren't there. Something that happens when we put our foot in the sand and say, this is it, I'm, I'm going to plug into God's word. And there comes that moment when you're faced with not feeling like choosing God. I'm saying this as a pastor and his word. Faith in what we believe, sticking to it, and leaning into our relationship with God is what gives us that constant connection to keep our heart engaged with Jesus. We have to stay engaged with Jesus. Colossians 3, 1 and 2 in the Amplified. If then you've been raised with Christ, here's one little chunk of scripture that I've been using in several different messages. Uh, If then you've been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And set your minds and keep them set. Not just set your mind, but set your mind and keep them set. That is such a challenge. I don't know about you, but I'm squirrel. You know, be going wrong. I'm I'm doing something. I'm working something on my message. And all of a sudden I have a thought, hey, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. Pick up my phone, text so-and-so, put it down. I'm back. Okay, okay. really be focused now, I'm really be focused. Wow, that chicken in the refrigerator is really talking to me right now. You know, these, these types of little things. So you, it, it's setting your mind and keeping it set is another challenge. But we have to keep it set because when we do that, we keep it set on what is above and we stay engaged with God. It's so easy to go through the motions. We've all done it. We do it we still do it. I still do it. I go through the motions sometimes. And it's like, no, let's be intentional. Let's be purposeful. And let's really drill down right here on what we, what we want to do. Got to really put it, put it in our mind that this is bam, right here. Doesn't matter feelings or whatever. We're going to, we're going to lay a foot down in the sand. We're going to say, we're going to do what we know is right. And the word of God is right. Always is right. Isaiah twenty six three, love it, have it on my arm. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. You could also read it backwards, and it makes total sense. Because he trusts in you, he keeps his mind stayed on you, and you keep him in perfect peace. So when we keep our mind stayed on God, and simply like this, you guys, it's it's not like uh, I'm I'm. Constantly got my mind on Jesus the whole time I'm going through work, and, and I tell someone at work, "Shut up!" I'm trying to keep my mind on God. I'm not saying that. I mean that. I mean I'm I'm talking about having this kind of constant awareness. You know what I mean, right? Just this constant awareness uh, around you that man, God is good. He's been good to me, and I have nothing to fear or worry about because He loves me. Having that is is an amazing thing. The word stayed, he says, mind to stayed on you. The word stayed actually means sustain, uphold support, cause a state to continue with a focus that whatever is necessary to remain in that state is given, including a maintaining power. Good news, to keep our minds stayed, we have got the tools from God to do it. Now, it may take some practice But we all have the ability, the Bible says that we've not given the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, which is self-discipline. So we all have it. We just got to use it. Uh, It's like that faith muscle. You don't use that faith muscle and it just stays in atrophy. Um, The word trust there, because he trusts in you, actually means preserve, keep, maintain, protect, cause to be safe from danger, implying a relationship with the protector. He will keep us in perfect peace as our mind is stayed on him because he, we, trust in him. That implies that we have this relationship with the protector. I get so sad because the generation that our kids grew up was really a different generation. It was when we grew up in the church, and I'm not even talking in our young 20s and all that good stuff it was all about experiencing a relationship with Jesus. That was what it was predicated on. It's all about Jesus. Then I feel like as our kids are growing up and everything, technology became the main thing. You know, all of a sudden now, it's all about technology. Um, And our kids grew up with not experiencing God like we experienced God. And they don't have that now to pull on as adults they've got to create it on their own. Um, and I'm hoping um, and I'm believing that we're always going to be able to do that. We're always going to be able to, uh, to trust that God is going to, the things that we didn't do as parents or we, maybe we didn't get right or we didn't whatever, we just trust that God is going to cause them to connect with Jesus on their own. He's big enough to do that. So I think it's really important. We can trust because there is a relationship with Jesus. I love 2 Timothy 1.12 and the Amplified. And this is why I'm suffering as I do. Still, I am not ashamed for I know, perceive, have knowledge, and am acquainted with him whom I have believed, adhered to, entrusted, and relied on. And I'm positively persuaded that he is able to guard and keep that which has been entrusted to me And which I have uh, committed to him until that day. The whole idea about that verse is about this. You know what? Why won't God pay this bill now? He's done it for us a bazillion times. It's this experience of God's provided. It's this experience of God's healed me before. This is no big deal. You know, it's that experiential feel. And we've got to keep that connection. Uh, this speaks of that experiential knowledge. When you feel dry and you have no feelings, matter of fact, your feelings are probably pull you, pulling you into the I don't feel like it direction. <laughs> Does anybody, Can anybody you know, connect with me on that one? I don't feel like it. You've got to go back to what you know about Jesus. I find this, when I've lost my peace and I feel numb towards God, I've got to go back to the place where I had that peace last and say, what changed? This may be really huge for somebody. If you've lost your peace, you're like, I don't know what's going on. When's the last time you had that peace? When's the last time you felt that control of God around your life? You know what I mean? When's the, la- when's the last time? And you go back there and then you think, well, what's changed? Did I change? Did my circumstances change? We know God didn't change. So we've got to kind of look at those things and say, okay, what changed? What decision or circumstance? Was there wordlessness? A lot of times we can look back to, I just really haven't been connected and engaged with the word. Maybe I've been kind of like, you know, like an auctioneer reading my proverb of the norm. Okay, good, I'm done. You know, and not made that connection. Maybe that was it. Check your gratitude gauge. That's a huge one. If we can check the gratitude gauge to see if maybe that's made a difference. It's really quite amazing though, how easy it is to get back on track when our heart's connected. Um, we get our heart connected and all of a sudden it's like, well, getting back on track with Jesus. That's just, that's just literally a one-step move. Super easy. So, you know, what can I do to engage my heart? So, and we'll get to that in a moment. Proverbs chapter four, verses 22 to 23. I love it in the message. Dear friend, listen well to my words. Turn your, tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate, learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live. Body and soul, they're bursting with health. Now this is, in case you didn't know it, this is uh, Proverbs 4, uh, 20 through 23, that famous uh, passage that we're that were, I don't know, for me it sticks out in the Proverbs for sure, but it says to keep vigilant and watch over your heart, that's where life starts. He talks about that. The idea in verse 23 is all about deliverance, and help comes from, if you even look into the Hebrew in this, it comes from within. So when we cut off that connection, I'm connected to God, you're also cutting off that connection to I've got all the help that I need. Do I need peace? Do I need joy? Do I need wisdom? Whatever I need. Whatever I need, I have it. When I have that connection to God, I realize that my heart, all the answers from God will flow right out of my heart up to my head. Boom, I've got it. Or all the provision I need or whatever it is. The word keep there, keep my message in play view, means preserve, keep, maintain, protect, cause to be safe from danger, implying, again, a relationship with the protector. Mm. It's interesting to me, the more I read and the more I study in in the word, it's kind of like you buy a car and now all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road and you never had, you never seen it before, right? (laughs) It's so true, like you know, Jennifer got a Toyota Tacoma truck and now it's like, oh my gosh, they're all over the road. I never noticed them before, (laughs) never even seen it before. Uh, that kind of kind of that thing, but that relationship with the protector. Okay, then diligence. Uh, it says, be diligent to guard your heart, guarding custody, imprisonment, confinement. The idea is like someone is confined to prison. Guard your heart in that same way. You be the guard that guards your heart in confinement. So you're taking your heart and you're you're keeping it away from apathy. You're keeping it away from envy and strife and all that junk. You're keeping your heart connected to Jesus, and all of a sudden now, uh, if we look, uh, if we look over in, I'm gonna, I didn't put this scripture in, so I'm gonna go ahead and look at it real quick and just read it to you from. Um, yeah, there we go. Oops. Okay, so now uh, in this in the, it'll sound real familiar, New King James Version. My son, give attention to my words. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issues of life. Actually, the the, the Hebrew is there. For out of it, life. The word springs is in italic. So it's out of it, life. That's what comes out of our heart. So we really got to guard our heart. So we got to guard it. Um, Hebrews 5 11 tells us of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. We've got to guard our hearts so that we don't become dull of hearing. That word dull actually means sluggish, lazy, and slothful. See, we don't do these things so that we can be right with God. Let's make that abundantly clear. We don't do any of these things to be right with God. We're right with God simply because of a faith, a belief that Jesus paid the price and it was enough and I received that. That's simple. We make these efforts so that here on earth we can stay connected to the Father and do whatever we need to do and have everything that we need for here on earth. That's why we diligently connect because we want to be prosperous in life. And prosperous doesn't mean millionaire. That doesn't mean that prosperous in life and wisdom, forget about finances, that's great too, but in peace and joy uh, and the prosperity of your home. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that uh, that we really have to look at. So hearing is the ability to hear in this case, God. There are things that we need to do to live God's way, experience him and hear his voice. But this is what I want to say to you, because this is where I was maybe five, six years ago. Don't be discouraged if that sounds daunting to you. Don't be discouraged. Pastor Steve and I were talking about this. It's it's really important. Um, We used to hear things about other men of God and would think, man, I'm just not praying enough. I'm just not reading enough. I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm just not comparison game. Don't, don't, don't get stuck in that. Don't let your heart even come close to that. And don't be daunted by, I've tried this and I just can't do it. Realize that this time's going to be different. Realize that you understand this life that I'm living by faith, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus fuels me. Now, it absolutely fuels me. When I come down in the morning, the first thing I wanna do is I wanna get my cup of coffee and I wanna be in the Bible, because that's where I wanna be. I wanna continue to pound that into my heart, and I just wanna encourage you to. Um, Just remember, the only way to eat an elephant, one bite at a time, it's the only way that we can eat it. What effort you put out today will affect your future. So don't be discouraged if you put out effort today and it's like, I don't feel different. It's not changed. Or even tomorrow, I still don't feel different. Just like Brian Houston says, keep showing up. I love the way he says that. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing, fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power love, and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Somebody say amen. That's that's a mouthful right there. But we have self-control. We can do it. We just got to make it an effort to say, today, Father, I thank you that you're helping me to do this. And if you fall down, it's okay. Dust yourself off. Get back up. Do it again. You fall down, that's okay. Dust yourself off. Get back up do it again. And eventually it's going to be one of those things, you know, you put that little stirring stick in the, in the coffee cup at the Jiffy Lube place. And all of a sudden, you know, you kind of pull it out and the stuff's going like this all by itself without any help. That'll be you. So just remember that I want to pray over you, over your families. Um, I want to, uh, just thank you so much again for, for being a part of the chapel, for being connected. Um, if we have not been able to connect with you in the last couple weeks, there might be a reason. So please send me an email. Uh, you'll see my email address on the bottom of the screen uh, or my phone number. Text it to me, 352-229-1319. I want to make sure uh, that you are absolutely not falling through any type of crack. So if you have not heard from us in the last couple of weeks, um, I want to make sure that we've got your information right. Okay. I want to take some time to just pray over you. Father, thank you so much for the word of God. Thank you that it's 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 absolutely breaking chains of bondage off of people's lives. It's empowering people. It's strengthening people. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for doing uh, just a a remarkable work, a magical work, even maybe in the hearts of, of people, something that's so supernatural that happened that you're doing on the inside of them, that they notice the difference when they wake up in the morning. I thank you for that. I pray that your presence would absolutely fill the room where they're at right now and you would speak to them uh, your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.